This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. Over the past couple of months, explosive allegations of cheating have rocked professional baseball. And they involve one of the league's hottest teams, the Houston Astros. The league alleges that the Astros broke the rules on their way to winning a World Series in 2017. We are in the middle of the biggest scandal baseball has had in a very, very long time. Going back to the 1919 Black Sox when players allegedly gambled on games and threw the World Series. This is about as bad as baseball has seen probably in a century. Jared Diamond covers baseball. And he's been in Florida reporting on the start of spring training where players around the league have made their anger at the Astros very clear. It has been a daily barrage of players really using the kind of rhetoric you never hear baseball players use against other players, against the commissioner of baseball. The amount of anger, it's way more than I even expected. And in many ways, I think it's unprecedented. I know personally, I lost respect for those guys. Everyone in the show, in the big leagues, lost respect for those guys. What a disgrace that was. This is people's livelihoods, too, that they're, they're messing with. You cheated and you didn't earn it. I feel like every single guy over there needs a beating. It's a scandal so big that it strikes at the core of professional sports. Professional sports only work when we as consumers believe, accept that what we're watching is fair, that it's genuine, that it's sort of on the up and up. When that gets called into question, the entire industry sort of crumbles because without those rules, all baseball really is is a bunch of guys in pajamas running around in the dirt. Today on the show, how the Astros cheating scandal has upended Major League Baseball and what it says about the future of America's pastime. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. And I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Monday, February 24th. the past several months, Jared has been covering the Astros scandal, and his reporting revealed the origins of the team's cheating scheme. It all started with an intern. It began in September of 2016, when uh, somebody named Derek Vagoa, who was at the time an intern with the Astros, he gave a presentation in Houston to Jeff Lunau, who was the general manager of the Astros. And they met in a conference room, essentially, up in Minute Maid Park where the Astros play. And this was a PowerPoint presentation that had a lot of information. The man listening to this presentation, Jeff Lunau, the GM of the Astros, had a reputation as an analytical, numbers-driven leader. He was part of a wave of executives who brought in a business-like approach to baseball. Jeff Lunau was a management consultant for McKinsey, and he brought that McKinsey 
sort of mindset, attitude, experience with him to the Astros. He built a front office that was completely revolved around technology and data, and they were doing things that no other team was doing. When Lunau joined the Astros in 2011, he inherited one of the worst teams in the league. So he applied that McKinsey-esque thinking to rebuilding the team. He sacrificed wins for draft picks and traded players for prospects. Then, as the team got better, he used data to give the players any edge they could find, optimizing lineups or field position, all based on advanced analytics. By the time 2017 rolled around, the Astros thought their team had its best shot at finally winning a World Series. And that intern showing the PowerPoint to Lunau, he was presenting an idea that would boost the Astros' edge even further. It was called Codebreaker. One of these slides uh, was all about Codebreaker, which was an Excel-based application that was built by members of the Astros' front office for the purpose of stealing signs. What Codebreaker was trying to do was decode pitching signals from opposing teams. In baseball, the catcher crouching behind the plate signals to the pitcher what kind of pitch to throw. Usually they do it by flashing numbers with their fingers. So as part of the Codebreaker scheme, the Astros would use a camera in the outfield to watch the catcher during games and keep track of those signs. The Astros would plug all those numbers in. They would then plug in the actual pitch type that was thrown. And then after enough pitches, Codebreaker would essentially be able to crack signs to denote pitches. This Codebreaker algorithm would tell the Astros which sign matched which type of pitch, like a fastball or a curveball or a changeup. Because depending on the pitch, the ball could be coming in at 70 miles per hour or 100 miles per hour. It could drop into the dirt or speed straight through to the catcher's mitt. If a batter knew the type of pitch ahead of time, they could adjust their swing. So that alone is an enormous advantage to the batter. And by the way, this is not inherently uh, against the rules. If you could figure out those signs on your own, that is completely within the bounds of play. But the Astros obviously had help. And that is the key distinction, and that is where the rule-breaking started. Using technology to steal signs during games live is a clear violation of baseball's rules. Stealing signs isn't illegal, but stealing signs using technology during live games is illegal. To get those signs from Codebreaker to the batter, the Astros used the banging scheme. How did the banging scheme work? So essentially the way it worked was the Astros had a monitor installed just outside the Astros' dugout in this little tunnel that led from the dugout to the clubhouse. They put up a monitor that would show the game live. The Astros then would put out a, a gar- they had a garbage can, literally a garbage can that they would put near that TV. And what essentially happened, very simply, is that players would watch the live feed of the game, the pickup signs, and when they had the signs, they would bang on a garbage can as loud as they could with a bat so that the batters would hear it and know what pitch was coming. The way it was described was that if they banged on the trash can, it meant the next pitch was going to be a curveball or a slider, some sort of off-speed pitch. If they didn't bang on the trash can, it meant the next pitch was going to be a fastball. It sounds crazy, but that is 
what they did. It was a bunch of baseball players with a bat slamming on a garbage can as hard as they could. So who in the Astros dugout was the driver of this scheme? So Major League Baseball has, to this point, singled out two people. Alex Cora, who was the bench coach of the Astros, and Carlos Beltran, who was a, a veteran outfielder on the Astros, who was in his final season, a very respected player, was in like his 20th Major League season, was about 40 years old. Major League Baseball believes those two guys were ringleaders, essentially, but it ultimately turned into a wide, widespread situation that every single person, according to the baseball, every single person at the Astros was at least aware of, if not a part of. As the banging scheme grew, the Astros started winning a lot. Halfway through their 2017 season, they had the best record in baseball. And along the way, they racked up dozens more runs than their competitors. And can you give us an example of a game from that season that seems to have been decided by this banging scheme? The reality is it's impossible to say for sure exactly when and how the Astros benefited from this. However, uh, there is a fan, an Astros fan, by the name of Tony Adams, just a, a random Astros fan who, like many Astros fans, was not thrilled with the sign-stealing scandal that we all now know, he went through over 8,000 pitches from the 2017 season Astros home games and listened and logged every single instance of trash can banging he was able to find. So what he found was that there was a game on August 4th against Toronto that he, at least he heard, banging on 54 different pitches, which was the most of any game that he found in his exhaustive study, the Astros in that game scored 16 runs. So uh, can I say for sure the banging is why the Astros had such a good game with the plate that day? No, can't say that for sure, but there was a lot of banging that day, and they also scored a lot of runs, so you could take that leap if you want. This banging on the trash can, was it audible to the opposing pitchers or the fans? Like, can you hear it? Oh, you certainly can. And if you go back now and watch games from 2017, knowing what you're listening for, there's no doubt that you could hear it. In, in some cases, it's very, very clear. Now, does that mean that players and fans are stupid for not recognizing it in real time? No, I don't think so. I mean, there is a lot of noise. And you're not necessarily attuned to, like, hearing banging on a garbage can and, like, think what that could be. So I get how that could just sort of be seen as ambient noise when you're at the game. Even if other teams weren't noticing the bangs, they were noticing the results. After that blowout game against Toronto, the Astros were 15 games up in their division. And some players started to wonder. As time went on with the Astros, other players at least believed, if not knew, that the Astros were somehow stealing signs. Most players couldn't quite figure out how. But one pitcher noticed the bangs and threatened to upend the Astros' entire scheme. That's coming up after the break. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search 
match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Canva. It's time to ditch your old presentation programs at work and try Canva presentations instead. It'll help you create stunning slides in no time. No design experience needed. Just start with one of the designer-made templates or generate something in seconds with AI. Then polish it up and get ready to wow your audience. It's that easy. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com. Design for work. Tap the banner to learn more. Welcome back. The Houston Astros were riding high throughout the 2017 season, winning a lot of games with the help of their banging scheme. And then in September of that season, the Astros' secret was jeopardized in a home game against the Chicago White Sox. Bringing in Danny Farquhar out of the bullpen when he heard the... Danny Farquhar, who at the time in 2017 was a pitcher for the White Sox. Comes at you with a fastball, 93 miles an hour, backs it up with a changeup. And, you know, everything seemed to be going along okay. It's kind of a normal game. But then it got a little less normal. Danny Farquhar clearly started hearing the banging. He didn't maybe know what it was, but he knew that something weird was going on because he had thrown some good pitches that the Astros seemed to not be reacting to in the way he expected. Now he hears this banging, and he's wondering, okay, what is going on here? Something strange is happening. So... Essentially, what he does is he stops. He points to his ear, sort of looks over toward the Astros' dugout, and calls his catcher out to the mound. They're probably talking about changing up the sign sequence. But according to Rob Manfred, baseball's commissioner, the Astros realize, oh my God, this guy's on to us. He's sort of pointed over here. He's gesturing over here. So the Astros panicked. They ran back into the tunnel. They took the monitor off the wall, and they hid it in an office. They obviously knew they were doing something wrong if uh, that interaction caused them to panic. And there were no more bangs for the rest of the game. No, there were not. According to Tony Adams, there was no more banging the rest of the game. They They were that freaked out by it. Just a few weeks later, the Astros were in the playoffs, which came with bigger crowds, more media attention, and more scrutiny. But the MLB says the Astros didn't stop with their banging scheme, and they kept winning. The Astros were incredible. They won the World Series in 2017. They played the Los Angeles Dodgers seven games. It was an incredible series. A city tested, and now a city victorious. The Astros getting their first ever World Series. A seven-game series that was one heck of a roller coaster ride for baseball. After the 2017 World Series, the two ringleaders of the banging scheme left the Astros. Alex Cora went on to manage the Boston Red Sox, and Carlos Beltran retired. The players and coaches who stayed in Houston continued to steal signs using video footage for part of 2018, but they did not continue to use the banging scheme. Do we know exactly why they stopped? We think it's because it had just stopped working. It wasn't as effective as it was before because teams were onto them. They were making the signs more complicated, trickier, and it just it stopped working. 
But even without the banging scheme, the Astros continued to do well. In 2018, they made the playoffs. And in 2019, they made it back to the World Series, but lost to the Washington Nationals. Along the way, questions about those mysterious bangs and big wins from 2017 kept circulating. So there had been credible rumors and accusations of the Astros doing something funny, people privately grumbling about it, speculating, etc., etc. The first big moment, though, that really changed everything was in November of 2019 when an article came out in The Athletic that essentially broke open the entire thing. Uh, it had on-the-record quotes from a, a member of the 2017 Astros, Mike Fires, who's now a pitcher for the Oakland A's, who essentially told all, told everything about the banging. This was an explosive story. It was just an unbelievable thing when the story dropped, and it prompted baseball to launch a formal investigation. In January, baseball released its findings from that investigation about the banging scheme and the video room sign-stealing scheme, all the things that we've talked about. The Astros organization was fined $5 million. Astros GM Jeff Lunau was suspended by the league and fired by the team. He has said he didn't know Codebreaker would be used illegally and that he did not, quote, direct, oversee, or engage in any misconduct. The fallout spread quickly. Alex Cora left his job as the Red Sox manager. Cora hasn't commented on the scandal. And Carlos Beltran, who accepted a managing job with the New York Mets, stepped down before his first game. Beltran apologized in a statement to ESPN, saying that he should have recognized the severity of what was happening and he regrets the actions that were taken. But the other players involved in the scheme have not been punished. As part of the investigation, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred decided to grant all players immunity in exchange for honest testimony. Manfred has also said the Astros will get to keep their World Series title. And what has the response been from the Astros? The players have apologized, some better than others. And I want to say that the whole Astros organization and the team uh, feel bad about what happened in, in 2017. We as a team are totally focused on moving forward. But the thing they've remained consistent on, the Astros, is that their championship should not be looked at negatively, that they deserve that championship. When I analyze all the games, we earned that championship. We didn't steal it. They could say that, but I could tell you that there's no one else anywhere in baseball that believes that. Players around the league aren't buying the Astros' explanation or their apologies, and they have criticized Manfred's handling of the scandal. Many players have been calling on the league to strip the Astros of their World Series title. Is there any precedent for taking away a World Series title? There is not. In fact, in professional sports in America, there is no precedent for stripping a team of its championship. It's, it's common in college sports. It's something that's certainly common in the Olympics and other things like that. But in American pro sports, it's never happened. Rob Manfred said that he considered it. It was a, a serious conversation on whether they should strip the Astros of their title. They chose not to. However, uh, that has perhaps, of anything, been uh, the most controversial decision made here. Players from around baseball are furious that the Astros get to retain their title. 
But the anger at the Astros goes beyond their championship trophy. It's affected jobs. It's affected money, salary situations. And if you're a really young player, just whether or not you stay in the major leagues is based on your performance. And for some players, they performed badly against the Astros under false pretenses. And that may have contributed to them getting cut. So it's had a sort of a widespread impact. And players feel wronged. They just feel wronged by the Astros. To these players, what happens in between the foul lines, that's their life. And in many ways, there's nothing more important to them. It's what they've devoted their entire existence to. And that's now been threatened. And do you think that this cheating scandal tells us anything about the state of Major League Baseball? Cheating's been a part of sports for a long time, but this one was so blatant that it had such a big impact on the game. And I think uh, the use of technology makes people even more uncomfortable with it because it just makes it seem much more nefarious when you're bringing in algorithms and spreadsheets and computer monitors and all this other stuff. As baseball has sort of embraced technology in the way it has, it makes it a little bit less like folksy old-time cheating and more like corporate espionage. The scandal is still not over. This week, Major League Baseball is expected to issue a report on the 2018 Boston Red Sox after allegations that the team, led by Alex Cora, stole signs during their World Series winning season. That's all for today, Monday, February 24th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our podcast, follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen. We come out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.